Right, so when we left off the other day, we talked about the, in the event that a store has a, uh, a return policy, which allows a customer to go ahead and return the object which was purchased and get all of his money back. And we uh, mentioned that that raised the possibility of ribis, because once the transaction is canceled, so that means that the money that the customer gave to the merchant was a loan. And then in the event that the customer had use of the thing during the time that he had the object before he returned it, so he's getting back all of his money, plus he had use of the thing, so that would, be, uh, that would constitute ribis. So now here he says, In the event that the merchant allows the a customer to go ahead and use the utensil and still return it, even for somebody who goes ahead and gives a post-dated check. So I go ahead and I walk out with the thing today, and the check is dated August 30th. So that means that he hasn't actually received any money from me yet. And nonetheless, I could still return it, get my check back, which was never cash. And he's not going to mind that I used the other uh, thing. Or in the event that I buy it on credit, he'll just bill me at the end of the month. And then I decide to return it beforehand, and I had use of it. So in either of those two cases... Um, it's not that there, there can't be that I'm allowing you to use it in consideration of the loan because there was no loan because you, you as the merchant or I as the merchant never received anything. Then mutter. Then it's mutter even for those people who pay cash before they purchase it. It's going to be mutter because by giving rights to use it even for people who don't issue who don't issue a loan. Because now it becomes evident that my allowance for you to go ahead and use the object has nothing to do with the fact that you fronted me money that you gave me money ahead of time because I I provide that service or I allow that to be done even for people who did not give me any money. So now we know that it's not in consideration of the loan, and that becomes mutter for everybody. Similarly, Let's say the case is that I went ahead and I sold you an object. When you come back and you tell me it was defective, I want to return it, I'm going to go ahead and go to the manufacturer and say, hey, I ended up with a defective item and I want my money back on that thing. So if I will take that object and go back to my manufacturer, my supplier, whoever it is, so I'm going to end up canceling that sale. And then my manufacturer will reimburse me the money which I spent to purchase it. So now it turns out it's a whole domino effect. So you're canceling the transaction with me, but I, tra- I cancel the transaction with my manufacturer, so we can't say that while you had the object that you were using my thing, and therefore it's a problem of a loan, because you gave me money and I'm letting you use the thing, because once we cancel all these transactions, it was the manufacturer's thing and not mine, and I wasn't giving you any uh, consideration, I'm not giving you anything more for the quote-unquote loan anyways, because it was never mine. Rakshal Hayatsun, but really at the end of the day, it belongs to the manufacturer, and that's going to be another circumstance where we will sidestep the Yisra of Ribis. Yeah. Why isn't there Ribis that the middleman, by getting his money back, he used it, he sold it to someone else, and he's getting his money back to the manufacturer. So that he's, he's getting Ribis because he paid the manufacturer $1,000, he used it in commerce, and then he got back his $1,000. That's, he has ribbons from that transaction. Right, but since, that, but since his transaction, the transaction between him and the customer was canceled, so he didn't, uh, there, there's, nothing, there's no benefit which ultimately accrued from that. All it turns out is he paid $1,000 for the thing, and now he gets his $1,000 back. He showed it in the store. People so I'm not, I'm not sure that... The, the, that some, I, some benefit, not your 
Right. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's that, that's enough of a benefit that that uh, that that's going to be ribbis. I don't, I don't know if anybody I don't know if anybody would pay for that necessarily. But looking at the watch you bought, that it's broken, but it actually whatever you looked at the time it was great for a day, and then you return it, you get your money back. That's that's a lot of benefit. You looked at what time it was on the broken watch. You you had use of it, right? Assuming that it's the type of yeah, right. Yep. In theory, whatever the merchandise is in a particular store, you can sort of inventory and have monetary benefit when you pay your taxes that it's counted as inventory. I don't know how tax is going to interact with that. That's a, if you called the hotline, I would say speak to your tax professional. Speak to Steve afterwards. I'm just saying that there, it, it might be minimal, but yeah, it yeah. does exist. Right, right. Yeah. I know nothing about that. More things I know nothing about, but that's... Uh, yeah. Okay, then we say, now we switch from uh, Ribis to Gneva's Das. So, So it's prohibited to go ahead and deceive somebody in the context of any sort of business transaction or to mislead them. But I feel Lignov Das Akum Aser and Gneva's Das is something which is Aser even to a guy. So Gneva's Das is never mutter, and there's not an allowance. Not that Gneva, the other things, are necessarily mutter by a guy, but it's very clear in Shochanarach, they are Gneva's Das. It's very clear from Shas that Gneva's Das, even to a guy, is something which is Aser. Now, Gneva's Das, now what's the definition of Gneva's Das? It's difficult to, tra- it's difficult to translate because it literally translates as you're stealing somebody else's mind. So what exactly does it mean to steal somebody else's mind? So there actually is, I think, if I remember correctly, Chaim Falaji actually says that there is a literal uh, expression of Gineva's Das, and that's when I deceive you into telling me a secret uh, by means of deception. So I took an idea which was in your head, and I stole it from you because I misled you into thinking that I'm trustworthy or there's a reason that you should tell it to me, and it turns out that there was no reason to go ahead and do so. But the common application, as it appears in, uh, in Shulchan Aruch, is in Chosh Mishpat is, Kasher Matas Chaver Bedibur Obamaisa, I go ahead and I mislead you, whether verbally or through action, that to mislead you into thinking, that I did a favor for you, or I did something which is beneficial for you, for which you're going to feel a debt of gratitude towards me. So if I, whenever I mislead you into thinking that you owe me a favor, or that there's a, you owe me a um, a debt of gratitude, so then that, when I really don't deserve it, I'm misleading you into thinking so, so that is going to be the example of Gnevastas. That's going to be classic Gnevastas, and then as we go further, we'll talk about different uh, applications of it and when it does apply and when not. They, they think you, did you didn't say, look what I, I got brought you a chair. They come in and see a chair. But so, if, if, so if you didn't mislead them into thinking that, so then it's fine. Then there, there's such a thing as they were mata satsma. They, they deceive themselves. So you're not responsible for that. Okay, so if you pretend like... Right, correct. Right.